As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, hi, everyone. It's Crypto Granny Susie here. I hope you all had a great weekend. I certainly did. The sun's out in the Netherlands, Amsterdam time. And um, oh, it's lovely to see the sun out. I can tell you that right now. Uh, the date is the 29th of March, 2021. And the time in Amsterdam time is 1640. Apologies for having this out late today. I had about... Four, four or five client meetings uh, this morning. So just been extremely busy with my, my Patreon clients uh, with meetings and investment portfolios and trading portfolios and everything else. Um, this market to me looks very good. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's gone full bull and it's going to go much more full bull, okay? Uh, the Central Bank of America... Again, Biden's talking about doing another $3 trillion uh, cash program to go into the markets to basically, uh, you know, this one is a $3 trillion economic recovery package funded by tax and tax, higher taxes on corporates and wealthy individuals. And this is uh, huge because apparently this has been uh, passed um, in with the Democrats in Congress and the White House officials are confident that they can pass the President Biden's plan, this three point seven trillion economy recovery package, and they don't even have they don't even need uh, Republican support for this. So this is huge. This puts more money into the system, sloshing around in the money markets and in the bond markets and everywhere else, money looking for a home. And it, I can assure you right now, it's not going to go into you know, negative term deposits or where you pay a custody fee to the banks or, you know, where you sit in US dollars, which at the moment is going up. But honestly, with all this issuing, the US dollar will get slammed. There's no doubt about it because every time they issue more money, the 1.9 trillion, co you know, COVID package, and now they're talking about three trillion story, this market's going to go higher and higher. Money is looking for a home to get high relative risk-adjusted returns, okay? <clears throat> and it's just that simple. You know, and cryptocurrency markets are the cheapest of all markets out there, okay? The equity market is expensive, 
the bond yield market is expensive. The high yield market is expensive. <coughs> Excuse me. The corporate bond market is expensive. And we're in a situation of higher inflation, okay? To me, it is just so obvious where this market's going to go. Up, 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 okay? <coughs> Excuse me. There was a survey on the, uh, on the weekend. 77% of Americans surveyed were concerned about rising costs and inflation. And that's exactly what it is, inflation, right? Which means the purchasing power of your dollar, the US dollar, is going down compared to the cost of goods and services which are going up, okay? And that is an inflationary environment, which is a great environment for risk assets. It's just that simple. A great environment for risk assets, okay? And risk assets are cryptocurrency, high yield, even though it's expensive, and basically the equity markets. But it's, again, very specific to crypto selection, the right crypto in the right industry, right? and the right risk-adjusted cash flow allocation. One unit of risk, we're going to put $1 of risk into the market and we want to get a return. My clients and myself want to get a return of 700%, right? As a minimum for a year-end return. Now, you compare that to a one-year bond rate in the US, which is 1.655% going down because the Fed will certainly put pressure on that 10-year bond rate to get under 1.61. Who wants to be invested uh, with a bank where you pay, as I said before, a custodian fee? No one. Fair income, no one, okay? So if we look at the market, the market cap today is 1.825 trill. Volume is 65 bill. Uh, liquidity is 4.1 bill. And Bitcoin dominance is 59.48%. Now, I'll say again and look at a chart. Bitcoin dominance was 35%, I think in around 2017 or 18, I can't remember now. But that dominance of Bitcoin can go down much lower, right, to 35 45%. Now, what that means is a risk-adjusted return on Bitcoin from here where the price is 58173 If I assume Bitcoin is going to get to 100000 this year, right, from that level, 58000 odd, it's going to be a return, let me just put this into my model, it's going to be a return of 72%, right? If I assume that Ethereum, Ethereum is going to get to 2600 from current prices, it's going to give me a return of about 55%. XRP to $1.20, a return of about 118%. But if I go into other cryptocurrency markets like VeChain or Engine or Chiles or whatever or Walton Coin, I expect a return of anything from 500 to 700%. And that's not even annualized. It's over a nine-month period where we have to adjust for an annualized rate as well and for the volatility. We do not talk about returns without looking at risk, okay? Risk is paramount. Absolutely paramount. What you have a dollar of risk and you get a dollar twenty in return, where you can have a dollar of risk and get three dollars twenty in return. You see what I'm saying? And that's how you should be setting up your investment portfolios as well as your trading portfolios. Even though the trading portfolio is short term, we still operate on the same basis when you become one of my high tiered clients, right? Now the thing is, you know, I select my clients. So you know, obviously, if someone's Doing the $45, I'm going to have a meeting with them, see what their interests are. If they're really interested in learning about cryptocurrency, 
then I'll take them on as a client because I'm only wanting people that are interested and want to be educated because it takes a lot of work to educate people within the cryptocurrency markets because there are so many operational risks in this market and so many technology risks in this market. Now, if you don't know those two things, what I'm talking about, you need to get educated because as I said, there's 8,995 cryptos adding 100, 300 a day every day and within two years, 95% of those are going to be dead coins and tokens because a lot of the ICOs listed in 2017 are running out of money because they don't have clients. Now, if they don't have money, they cannot upgrade their technology to be best of breed technology. It's just that simple and they will die. No developer is going to work on technology for a year free. They're just not going to do it, right? And that's a fact. Okay, so <clears throat> if we go back to the market and look at the stats, again, if we look at real volume that went through overnight, 24 hours, according to Mazari, Tether was up 20.22 bill, Bitcoin 8.61 bill, Ethereum 2.94 bill, Binance US, which is always there, 2.35, Binance itself 1.21 bill, Filecoin 8.24 mil, Decentralized Mana up uh, what do we got? Five, uh, six, five, two mil Cardano's there. Theaters there. Storage, God knows why. That's a dog of a thing. Polka dot, Harmony One, uh, Litecoin, XRP, and the rest, right? And Chile's, okay? So uh, let's just go to the news and then we'll talk about everything else. There's so much to cover here. It's not, it's not even funny, right? Every time I read the news about crypto, it just tells me even more this is going up and it's going much higher. Okay, and it's obvious, right? Now, uh, let's go to the news stories. Bitcoin miners earned over 1.5 billion already in this month for revenue. Now, what do you think Ethereum's earning? The miners as well, right? And they're the fees that we're paying constantly if we use Ethereum, right? The ERC20 token is costing people a fortune. And that's why I do not like Ethereum. It's going to bleed in the next two years and it keeps losing clients hand over fist to other smart chain uh, platforms as well as to Binance, right? And there are a lot of competitors, right? A lot of competitors. Look up how many smart chain platforms there are. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, right? And they're all competing with Ethereum, all of them, right? And, you know, that's a lot of competition, okay? Not only that, the exchange is doing their own smart chain like blockchain. We're seeing it with Hubie. We're seeing it with OakX. We're seeing it with a lot of different exchanges. So from in my mind, Ethereum is going to underperform. Ethereum is going to underperform, that's for sure. Now, Duke, Indus, Duke University invested in Coinbase, who, as we know, is going to get listed, okay, on the stock exchange in April, right? Uh, the stock exchange valuation is sky high, 100, uh, 100 bill, right? It's a sky high valuation for Coinbase, which makes me believe, you know, and their coin, uh, sorry, their shares are going to be at $343 from 277 on the IC, uh, on the IPO level private equity side. Now, the thing is, Coinbase has had massive hacking problems, user problems and hacking attacks that have drained accounts, Right. And it continues to haunt this company because they still struggle with, you know, addressing people's complaints, right? And yet they're supposed to be one of the main exchanges, which is a joke, right? Binance is killing Coinbase on every level. Volume, 
Binance does 70% of the volume in this market every day, right? They're killing Coinbase. They have DeFi. They have everything, right? Smart chain, you name it. They're expanding everywhere. And if Binance went on the US NASDAQ exchange because it's a technology company, its shares would be 500 or 600 bucks, right? Now, if you look at Binance, right, it's price at the moment, where are we? Give me, give me Binance. Where are you? Can't see you for looking, man. Its price at the moment is still very low to its true value, its fair value, right? And, you know, I think Binance is around 270 US dollars, right? It should be way higher. And I believe it will take out its previous high of 348. And there's reasons for that because in the next two weeks, Binance is going to burn some coins. And I believe their profitability is so high and their revenue so high, they will burn 10 million. And then Binance's coin, not the US one, but Binance itself, that coin, BNB, will go through the roof. Now, we invest in that, you know, I invest in it 15 bucks and $35 and 28 for my clients, right? My clients invested at that level. So Binance will do incredibly well. And I do believe Binance will take out Ethereum, okay? <clears throat> Ethereum's at 1783. Binance could get to, I've got a valuation on Binance of 12,225, right? It's an amazing, amazing story. Now, Block, Block Forensic from Chain Analysts has, did 100 million, uh, um, they raised some money and apparently that's given them a valuation. They raised 100 mil and that's given them a valuation of 2 billion, right? When it goes on the equity market, which is massive, right? And as I said, the Biden, uh, going on, the Biden administration is working on a COVID passport, which sounds ominous. Um, also, the SEC uh, is a, SEC against a potential avalanche of claims if XRP holders intervene. And I think, you know, you know, I think Ripple has a great chance of winning against the SEC. I think what they're trying to do is just a joke, seriously. And Ripple have asked for the documentation for Bitcoin and Ethereum how they became, uh, you know, according to the SEC, a non-security and decentralised, right? They're not, Ripple are not talking about the nodes here for decentralisation. They're talking about the fact that five major Chinese miners, <coughs> excuse me, control the hash rate of Ethereum and Bitcoin. And Ethereum couldn't, you know, get the Chinese miners to reduce their fees. And they backed down. And now, another two years later, they're still going to be getting their high fees, which is a joke, an absolute joke. Okay, now the big news today, the huge news I have to say, is Visa uh, are looking to go into cryptocurrency and they're looking to settle a USDC coin, a stable coin. They've launched themselves on Crypto.com Pro, C-R-O, right? Now we've been buying Crow at 21 cents, 22 cents, 23 cents. It is cheap. Is a no-brainer. Crow are going into their own exchange, right? And now they've got Visa, right? And the coin is only 21.217 cents, up 8 cents. This thing will go a lot higher. It is a great story. When I look in my Slack database, which my clients get access to, if you look at Crow, there's been some fantastic stories come out about Crow recently, right? You know, the Visa story, which is huge, right? Visa's got millions of clients. Uh, Bisson Trail to support uh, crypto.com payments, right? Uh, another one, NFT, institutional money, you know, will come into crypto.com as well, right? 
Uh, they're you know, uh, Crypto.com is also launching an NFT platform with exclusive content from artists, right? This is huge, man. Uh, you know, there's this Snoop Dogg guy, whatever. I don't know who he is, but apparently he's very well known in America, right? Also, Crypto.org, uh, Crypto, CRO, CRO uh, um, partners with chain analysis, right? And, you know, it's just a great story. It's a great story. Get into it because it is a fantastic story. And it basically, the fundamentals are there, right? For sure. Now, uh, you know, this visa coming to the market is basically huge. They're doing what American Express did, what PayPal did. It's just a matter of time before the bigger, bigger players are actually in this market. And there's talk of Apple coming in and General Motors, okay? Uh, General Motors is thinking about whether they should accept crypto payment for cars. And Apple is sitting on the largest cash pot of all corporate America, right? Apple has billions just sitting there doing nothing, right? Working a hole in its balance sheet because it's sitting in US dollars and US dollars is depreciating, okay? Um, XRP SEC attorney says maybe partial settlement. So keep an eye for that. It's going to be big use for XRP for sure. Uh, Harmony One, and we invested in Harmony One, is up 25% over 24 hours, right? And uh, that's that's a great story in itself. So, Polkadot ecosystem continues to expand with DeFi platform. Akela Network uh, becoming the first to win a, para, a parachain slot, the Rocco Testnet. And Akela is a decentralized finance hub, uh, which is on Polkadot and it started on the 26th. Also, Fire Protocol migrates to Polkadot from Hubie's uh, HECO blockchain because they feel the smart contracts on Polkadot are actually better, okay? Now, Cardano, which is supposed to also be the Ethereum beta, uh, is setting up its own smart contracts. And um, apparently, Ethiopia to be, the, to be an official client in April uh, and the, apparently some big deal in Africa that, that it's got to be signed, right? Uh, so Cardano are now propelling their smart contracts uh, launch, and that's going to happen pretty soon. They're testing completely. Also, Justin Sun released uh, an, an NFT fund, right, called Just NFT Fund, right, which is huge. It's going to be big. And Lindsay Lohan, another public uh, person celebrity in America, I don't know who she is either, sorry. I'm Australian, I don't know. I know Sia over and above uh, Lindsay uh, 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 Lohan. Lindsay Lohan entered NFT market with her new uh, song called Lullaby, and that's on Tron. And I love Tron. It is very cheap. We're also in BTT, which is a part of Tron. We're also in Just, which is a part of Tron. And this new fund is called Just NFT Fund. Also, Win, which is a part of Tron, has been going up too because there's no fees, okay? They are in competition with Ethereum as well, right? There's so many smart smart uh, contract platform uh, platforms out there. It is un unbelievable, right? If we have a look at the smart contracts and I just go to Mazari, you know, there's up to nearly 100, right? There's so many smart contract platforms. It's a joke, right? An absolute joke. So another story we've got here is... Binance is going to introduce a wrapped iota on the Binance smart, smart chain, which is going to be interesting. Uh, also, what else we got here? Um, Chile's uh, apparently there's a, a, a competition on Binance to win some Chile's, and Chile's is a no-brainer. It's an NFT platform 
for football games and everything. It's a no-brainer. I've got a rate of return on Chile's by the end of the year, risk-adjusted rate of return. Uh, I believe it can get to 350 and the coin's around 50 cents at the moment. It is a no-brainer. They've been trying to sell it, but it won't, it won't stay down, right? It's like, this thing is like an engine, okay? We know where an engine went. I had clients buying engine at 0 0.03, 0 0.06. I was buying there as well. And engine's going through the roof. And there's a lot of reasons for that, which I'll, I'll explain uh, soon. But, you know, it's just a great story, right? Uh, Solana, which is an Ethereum, supposedly another uh, Ethereum killer, is up 14% because OKEx and MXX, as you know, invested 40 million with them last week. But also another partner, Ascendex Partners with OKEx, also uh, put another 20 million for the development of Solano, right? And this company is called Blocktrain Fund, which is owned by OKEx. So even, in, even the exchanges are investing uh, in crypto, uh, in Ethereum killers like Solano, right? Which is in competition with Ethereum. Uh, also, Wacom France expands ecosystem and goes on the Tezos blockchain. And with Wacom is AIG Insurance. Now, AIG Insurance is a huge insurance company, global, right? These guys have long funding liabilities and they need long assets and they need a higher return than 5%. It is only a matter of time before the insurance market, that insurance uh, corporations get into the crypto market. It is so obvious, guys and girls. Seriously, it really is. I can't believe how obvious this is, okay? Um, also, Crypto Dragonfly Capital has launched their second fund, 225 mil to invest in crypto. Their first fund was 100 mil and it did extremely well. Now, Engine, we've been in Engine for a while and over the last month, it's gone up 800%. And there's a good reason for that. And I love Engine, seriously. There's new partners. There's non-fungible token, uh, popular launch of Jump uh, Net, Jump Network. Uh, Engine is amazing, right? They use a private version of Ethereum called Proof of Authority Consensus Mechanism. And this enables you to trade on Ethereum gas-free, okay? So you don't actually have to pay all those costs that Ethereum charges you, right? This is scheduled to launch on the 6th or the 4th, and they're also going to integrate Affinity, right? Blockchain for NFTs, right? Which makes the functionality even better on Engine, right? And it's going to enable a multi-chain interoperability, uh, which allows NFT holders on any blockchain to move over to JumpNet and benefit from free transactions, right? This is a no-brainer, seriously. And this is why Ethereum should be bleeding and it will. There's no doubt about it, right? Now, also, Engine got listed on exchanges where the volume is increased, got listed on Crypto.com got listed on FX, FTX also, it got listed uh, and voted in uh, Bancor's liquidity mining and it got listed on Hubie Global, OKEx and Gemini. So there are new buyers in Ethereum, uh, sorry, in Engine, right? And it's a no-brainer. These guys have Minecraft, right? Which is a huge, huge game, a huge game. In addition to Minecraft, they have additional games called Age of... <clears throat> Age of Rust, I think. Can't read my own writing here. Age of Rust. Uh, the the Six Dragons. Uh, what's this one? Ladena Protocol. And South Korea's gaming-focused social app called Game Talk 
game talk. This is huge, man. And no wonder, um, you know, Engine has performed so well. It's an amazing story. Seriously, an amazing story. <coughs> Excuse me. So what else we got today? If we look at the social media, right? Luna Crush has got Hash Hedera up there, Hedera Hashgraph. I've got to look at that because they're starting to do what V-Chain does and they're doing it with wine. Kasama, Hollow, Scale, Verge, which is crap, garbology. It's a privacy coin, which has been hacked three times. And a month ago, they lost all their transactions for six months. I mean, people investing in Verge are crazy, man. Because even if you have it on a hard wallet, you can still lose your coin because the technology is crap. Garbology, right? And anyone can get in the technology and steal coins, right? Which means your coins aren't safe, okay? Even if they're on a hard drive. Uh, sorry, a hard wallet, right? And that's what people don't understand. You can still lose your coins and tokens, right? Absolutely. Uh, also on Luna Christ was Decentraland, uh, Origin Protocol, Marlin, uh, Matic Polygon, which we're in, Pancake Swap, and also uh, Crypto.com. If you look at worldwide uh, searches, it was Benchmark Protocol, Tidal Finance, Origin Protocol, Crypto.com, which we're in, uh, also... Um, and what else was it? Uh, Eternity Chain, okay? So that's huge, right? Huge. Also, um, MLB's Oakland Athletics Club uh, investing in uh, Bitcoin, right? And uh, apparently they're baseball, which is huge, right? Huge. So there is so much going on in this market. It's just unbelievable. And with that, you know, you've got other countries like that won't allow you to do crypto and India, you know, could could potentially ban crypto and yet there are a lot of Indian investors that are jumping up and down about it and rightly so they should have the freedom to be able to invest in crypto rather than in government finance fiat currency right you just don't want to be there governments are globally mismanaged money for hundreds of years and you don't want to be invested in fiat currency okay which is just going to go down compared to cryptocurrency right so what else we got today? Um, also, stuff that looks really good. Uh, I've had a quick look at the technicals. XRX, Fun, Engine, Ada, Dot, Tron, Quantum, SUP, GRT, ISX, Chiles, Binance, Qcoin, Power, Tron, Link, Nexo, uh, BTT, the list goes on. Myth looks great. Uh, MFT looks great. Uh, Request Network, Quantum, uh, the the key Civic HBAR uh, Walton chain is a no brainer. We picked them up at ninety cents, and OMG right. But the standout to me that are really cheap, uh, if you don't have, is V chain clearly, uh, Chile's Binance, uh, Hubi Hubi Exchange token which is cheap, OKX is cheap, Neo's cheap, uh, XXP is cheap, Tron Power Icon V chain, even XRP right. But if you have XRP you should be trying to diversify your portfolio within the different sectors of cryptocurrency that are going to make the best, uh, you know, uh, technology change and, and massive change within that industry or sector, okay? So as far as I'm concerned, the cryptocurrency market looks fantastic and it's risk on as far as I'm concerned. If you look at the equity market on Friday night, uh, there was a big hedge fund selling and when that selling finished... Uh, the people, everyone was in there buying with their ears pinned back. My models have gone to buy mode on equities. Uh, I look at the put-to-call ratio and it's just telling me buy, buy, okay? The equity market, the Dow is up 453 points, the NASDAQ 198. 
and the S&P up 65, and they're at record highs, right? The Dow and uh, the S&P, right? So it just means that people are going into risk money. So much money sloshing around, they're going into risk assets, I should say. Okay, so what's coming out this week is some important figures. And um, one big one for the US is non-farm payroll on Friday, which I think is the first of Easter. I think market's going to be closed. The Japanese TANCAN port uh, data, which is the manufacturing report. Euro CPI, manufacturing PMI in Europe, Asia and US. And also uh, uh, unemployment in UK and Germany on the 31st, the 3rd. These are big numbers, okay? Big numbers. And all this is happening around the end of the quarter, the end of the month. It's going to be huge, right? Absolutely. Now, we go to the commodities market. Uh, lo and behold, oil went up about five bucks to sixty-one forty-eight, right? Which is interesting because this ship's still blocking the Suez Canal, and apparently it's going to take a week to remove the backlog of all these ships that have been queued up behind it. But also, um, I watched another person, and they said that an Indonesian oil refinery was destroyed by lightning, which is weird, and that's pushed up the price of crude. You're wondering what the hell is going on here? Seriously. But interesting enough, commodities like gold and silver are still going down, which does not make sense to me. In a high inflation environment, gold and silver should be going through the roof, right? So I would say uh, my opinion only, um, this is not a recommendation to invest, it's just opinion and education. But, you know, in my mind, gold and silver are very cheap, very cheap indeed where they are at 1727 and silver at 2482. Uh, as I said, the US interest rate came down to 1.65, and also the US yen is at 109.68, which is too high because it's not making the US very competitive because their currency has gone higher, which is also adding to a difficult time because if the US want to get more receipts in from the rest of the world, it's going to be more difficult because their currency. Uh, has been going higher and they need a weaker current, currency to generate economic growth, okay? That's a fact. So with all that, guys and girls and everyone there, babies in the woods, you're all probably a lot younger than me, this market, this crypto market is going to go full bull and it hasn't even started. But as I said, it's going to be in very selective cryptocurrency. You know, we're invested probably in about 40, 45 cryptocurrencies. That's it, out of 8,955. And we hold our investment portfolio for two to five years. And we want to be in stuff that's going to have longevity, that's going to, you know, grow and get bigger and more profitable, you know. So you have to be very careful what you invest in because there are a lot of coins and tokens. They're going to go by the wayside. They're going to die a nasty death. And you can see those on dead coin, you know, on the internet or whatever. Just check it out. But anyway, that's enough for me today, guys and girls and darlings. Uh, I hope you had a great weekend and I will talk to you on uh, the next day. What is it? Tuesday? God, Monday. I need 10 coffees on Monday, I tell you. Maybe 20. I don't know. If it wasn't for coffee, I'd die. But anyway, look, this is going to be fascinating. This week, man, is, you know, girls and boys is going to be absolutely fascinating. I can't wait to see what happens with the market this week. I think it's going to be up and onward. Seriously, watch this space. Anyway, thanks very much for listening to me. If you want to join my Patreon, um, I've got the $45 up there at the moment. I do select my clients, so I'd have a meeting with you for an hour and, uh, you know, see, uh, take it from there.
But anyway, uh, nice to talk to you again and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.